Today is Thursday, January 14th. The title for our devotional is Love as the Fulfillment of the Law. Yesterday we saw in Romans 13, 1-7, Paul's call for the Roman house churches to submit to governing authorities. In that same vein of how the Christians are to live within the broader culture, Paul writes verses 8-10. through 10. Romans 13, 8-10 says this, Owe no one anything except to love each other. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. For the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and any other commandment are summed up in this word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. Here, Paul continues the theme from verse 7, where he says to pay what is owed to them. This is likely not to be read as an overall widespread prohibition on taking out loans. Instead, it is simply saying, if you borrow something, pay it back. If you receive an invoice from someone's work, be sure to pay it. If you owe taxes, pay your taxes. Paul then, cleverly, transitions back to Christian's primary disposition towards the community. Love. He implies that the debt of love we owe one another can never be repaid. So we must always give it. Then he echoes Jesus' teaching by saying that love fulfills the law. Jesus teaches this in Matthew 22, 34-40. Love is the heart and soul of the commandments. Both love and commands are required for a fully functioning Christian ethic. Following the commands without love leads to rigidity and legalism. Alternatively, if love is cut from commands, then it becomes sentimentality, and anything can be defined as loving. This is where our culture at large is today. The concept of love has been removed from truth and commands, leaving it void of any real meaning. Love, then, is the heart of Christian ethics, and the heart of how Christians should interact with governing officials and the community at large. What we learn from the people of Israel's experience with the law is that law is insufficient. We need to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. This transformation comes by offering all of ourselves as a living sacrifice to God and allowing Him to transform us. So that is where we must begin. For additional content today, during the protests on Capitol Hill on Wednesday, in which protesters broke into the chambers of the House, requiring lawmakers to evacuate the Capitol and go under lockdown, lockdown, Russell Moore, the president of the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission of the Southern Baptist Convention, tweeted this. Christians sometimes have different interpretations of Romans 13. There is no interpretation of Romans 13 under which this is anything other than an abomination. For that matter, open to any page of scripture, and the same statement applies. Enough is enough, he says. I've included a tweet from Russell Moore because if you don't follow Russell Moore on Twitter, I think you should. For reflection time today, when you think of your relationship to the culture around you, including political opponents, is it one based primarily in love? Think of your strongest political opponent, whether that be Donald Trump, Joe Biden, Ted Cruz, Nancy Pelosi, Tony Evers, Robin Voss, whoever it may be. 
Think of that person and ask yourself, what does love require of me and how I think about and talk about that person?